mentioned that man it's been months since you brought that up yeah there's also one that like had to do with like uh just like electron <laughs> my man does this yeah. with no words and then this with no words um like say, i don't say remember no exactly more, I live in the numbers a little bit and like uh You're a big numbers guy? Yeah, that's just like my language, you know. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Not for everything, but um I don't know, that's I think that I'm kinda like that also. Yeah, I think you are. Like statistics and like analytical. Uh, yeah, for sure. I think it would be interesting for you to take that Tony Robbins test because um Yeah, I should. It said because you know, you answer it in your professional like from a professional yeah not like when you're at home your opinions about gotcha. certain things are different you know sure um and it's it's not like any of those usual tests that i've taken where it's just very like particular and random questions but you said it's accurate you feel like yeah for me it was accurate for montana it was accurate and um so it's just questions of you got four things what are you most like and what are you least like Oh, you okay. just click that's that, how so you it'll answer. be like, hmm. you know, outgoing or uh, organized. Um, and through that, they have like a whole algorithm. And then you put, so the last couple questions, they ask you, um, like, rank these things of importance from most to least. And they'll mm. put like 10 things. And uh, so, you know, like, it's just a bunch of different questions like that. But I it's, wonder, I wonder how like revol- revolutionary this algorithm really is. Then, if you're pretty much telling them everything about yourself, you know, yeah, what are your preferences? I mean, I, you could gather a lot of, from somebody else. Oh yeah, and that's that's mm. what it is. And they have like a full detailed report about, um, you know, maybe ways that like you'll handle handle a pressured situation. And, yeah. Uh, uh, like it's just a bunch of different things. Yeah, I think you would think it was pretty cool. Because Ske- I'm, I'm like you in, in a lot of ways. Is just like skeptical hippo eyes about everything, especially when they're trying to like say something about me. Because I feel like I, I hate being put in a box. Sure. Of like you're this, so now you're this because I feel yeah different. And they put that in there of like, like you do everything by the book, but like you wrote the book. Oh okay. And mm-hmm. like. Uh, Shit like that, just like little small things, but uh, it's it's really interesting. It's interesting. Tony Robbins, it's a big guy. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Tony Robbins, I don't know. Do we ever talk about the McGregor thing? No, it just coming back last Saturday. But uh, Tony Robbins was in the ring with uh, McGregor. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever listen to the podcast uh, Mm -hmm. that he was on Tony Robbins? Nah. Uh, Connor was. Yeah. I didn't know that. A couple months back. yeah, it seems like they're they're working on like a like a type of relationship where hmm. uh he's working with them on just like a more positive mindset and Oh, is that right? I see. Yeah, yeah. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah, I mean O'Connor. of all the people, like Yeah. That's that's one of the dudes that's true. to go to. Like the wonders for shallow how. He needs to go. 100%. Yeah, the whole that whole movie was just based off like if you rhyme, you can have witchcraft, right? 
Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah, I thought that's what yeah. it was. Had a fat guy in it. I've never been like a huge fan of Jack Black, but he was pretty funny in that. I like Jack Black. He's a beast in Tropic Thunder. Oh, fuck yeah. I like Kung Fu Panda They're all too. They're all beast in Tropic Thunder. Robert Downey Jr. was on Joe's podcast. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, That's crazy. He's like super intellectual dude, but they talked about, like, he's like, do you think you could make that movie now? Because he's blackface. Right, right. Um, That's hilarious, isn't it? Yeah, and like he just did such a good job with it. Mm-hmm. But the reason that you could do that is because like they're making fun of Hollywood actors, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, even the stuff like they're using, I mean, the the word retard. Yeah. Like they're using that and he's like you can never go full retard. Yeah. Like right. uh Sean Penn, I am Sam. Yeah, and if you did that today like you know words like that are mm-hmm. like taboo inflammatory yeah yeah uh yeah but that is funny and that's actually a good point although it's a comical thing that joe brought up but i mean tropic thunder wasn't all that long ago and uh yeah how it's much like the landscape has changed and, and so quickly and it's like they talk about with technology how you know it like it doesn't stay at the same pace like it skyrockets up mm-hmm, yeah and it's kind of like uh you know all this pc stuff has done like that similar path of like, you know, probably from the seventies to the nineties when it came to censorship or something, it probably Mm -hmm. only, you know, went just a little bit, but now, you know, that movie was what, 10 years ago. Yeah. Something like uh, that. Yeah. It's completely different. Yep. No, that's actually a good point. Yeah. To look at the comparison between the acceleration in technology and also the acceleration of PC culture. It's true. You got people like Dave Chappelle on the front lines though, trying to combat it. That's awesome, My man, man just won the Mark Twain Award. I don't think that we've talked about that either. And it's so cool to watch that. And obviously, you know, you and I both feel the same way about him. Like, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I view him as the GOAT. Yeah, yeah. And he has such, he's garnered such respect amongst, you know, his Even peers. Even if he's not the funniest, he's the GOAT. Yeah. 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 Timing everything, just the way it works a crowd. Um, all of the current comedians that he's influenced but uh speaking of so i thought it was really cool to see all of the different people get up on stage at the mark twain ceremony yeah. and just show uh dave respect man it was really cool i only saw neil brennan his co-writer for the, That's show, the only show. One you saw. that yeah. was the coolest one though and uh i've watched a bunch of interviews with neil brennan he's a comedian he's been mm-hmm. on like joe's podcast theo's um the fighter and the kid yeah He's like, he's a dude, he's a really interesting dude who's uh, dealt with depression his whole life. And he's been on different uh, antidepressants. And right? like some of them have worked for a certain period of time. Some of them wear off. Some of them haven't worked at all. He's done like, uh, I don't know if, I think we've talked about it before, but they had like uh, supervised ketamine treatments that they're using mm-hmm. to try mm-hmm. to combat some yeah, depression. Yeah, you did mention that, man. It's been months since you brought that up. Yeah, there's also one that, like, had to do with, like, uh, just, like, electronic. <laughs> My man does this yeah. with no words, and then this with no words. Um, like, say, I don't remember no exactly. More, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something about, like, electric shock or something to sure. parts of your brain to, uh, Some kind of you know, nervous. try to combat this, basically, illness. Mm. Um, that he's been through? Yeah, that he's been through. Damn. Yeah, he's he struggled with it like a lot. Yeah. Um but yeah. And it's really cool that they were that those two were able to link up. I wasn't aware that he was part of um uh what is it, half baked? Half baked, yeah. yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, you heard what he said, how they were like 
uh, yeah, Chappelle told them, he's like, all right, if they ask you, we're writing a movie together. <laughs> yep. Um, and yeah, then, like, a month later, it's like, dude, we really got to knock this movie out. He's like, what movie? <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, and at first it flopped, but you know, yeah. now it's like a little cold classic. Yeah. Only due to the fact of the kind of success that Dave Chappelle was able to yeah. garner in his career. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the first time I ever saw him was on uh, the, what the hell was the Eddie Murphy movie where he was like really fat? Oh. uh, The Clumps. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, that's so bad. We don't, we we both don't remember this on screen. Yeah, it's like, it's Clumps or something, but the Nutty Professor. Oh, Nutty Professor. I'll let you boy. Um, (laughs) And that was the first time I ever saw Dave Chappelle. He had like a little comedy set. Oh, man, he had the little hair. That's so great, dude. (laughs) Dude, I forgot about that. That was the first time I ever saw him. He he was tearing uh, fucking Nutty Professor up, boy. Yeah, for real. That's so great. That's a funny movie, bro. That's so funny. Every time I think about that movie, or or anytime I hear that, the one song, it always makes me think about that movie. Um. Buddy it's Friday him. night oh, yeah. and I feel alright every time it's a dope song they, uh, they were talking about that song on the fighter and the kid one day mm. they're like what the hell he's like my favorite part of the song he's like all oh, the gangbangers forgot about the drive-bys he's like they didn't forget about the drive-bys like <laughs> just cause just cause it's Friday like right. come on they, the way he put it was fucking hilarious it was three days ago I never listened to that song in its entirety. I've probably never even heard those lyrics. It's a great song. Yeah, that's crazy. That's such like a big song. Yeah. There's another song that for some reason, every time I hear that song, I think of it. They're like two and two together. You ever heard Return of the Mac by mm, Mark Morrison? Maybe if I... Return of the Mac. There it is. Return yeah. of... Uh, like, you ever saw the show Entourage? I know we're like no. super random right no, now. No, I've never seen Entourage. But, um... That's a great show. That's that's probably like in my top three shows. But there's a scene at the beginning of the season because he was like some actor, like really rich actor. Mm-hmm. And it's like a drone shot. He's like on an island around like a bunch of like naked girls and they're playing that song. And it's like Return a, of the Mac. Yeah. And it's yeah. like a party song. Me and Glenn, like that was like our song, like our go to song whenever we wanted to like. That should have been the shit McGregor up. came out to. Yeah, that shit. That's what he should have came out to the, uh, this most recent fight. Yeah, that was that fight was crazy, bro. Like watching it back in slow motion, um, it was just flawless. Like the way he started, some of the most vicious shoulders ever thrown in mixed martial arts. The way he, uh, but then the way they got out of that clinch was like the knee to the head. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw after that, and that's when he went back, set up the kick, blocked that kick, uh, hit him with that kick. And, uh, you know, just, you see it in his face, just so calm, Mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah, it's crazy. I've been on a big, uh, McGregor tear recently watching through uh, a bunch of different YouTube videos and stuff. There's actually one channel. I'll give them a shout out. It's called MMA on point. I don't know if you've ever heard of them or not. They've got some, they're pumping out content, dude. Yeah. Serious, uh, high quality content. You should check them out, but they got a lot of stuff on McGregor and it's just really like cool and inspirational to go back and watch his journey notorious on netflix and all of that yeah and it just comes from like an inner belief like he just posted a picture yesterday of him with lorenzo fertita the Mm -hmm. former owner of the ufc six years ago and it's just connor like in some headphones with like a regular t-shirt on yeah buzzed head Uh, right yeah buzzed head and uh you know in six years 
What is it? Where the, you could go to other countries and say the name, like everyone knows who he is in, you know, in six years. True. Accomplishing like that stuff and taking the risk that he's taken. Yeah. Uh, super inspirational, man. Yeah. Took, took the whole game by storm. It's really cool. Hey guys, real quick, want to let you guys know them stop the shit boys. We have actually finally secured our first sponsor, man. This dope backpack company out of Singapore. That's right, out of Singapore. M-U-Z-M-M backpacks. So what's actually dope about these is they have these versatility backpacks where it's essentially three in one, right? You got that backpack. Then I've got a suitcase style where you got a handle here or you got a handle up top. And additionally, whenever you're making games in the gym, you got the strap on the back. The link is in the description down below. Make sure that you use the coupon code STOP and SHIP at checkout, man. All one word. All one word. No spaces in that thing. All proceeds are going to go back into the podcast. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to get 20% off. I don't know if I said that. No, yeah, that's big. Did and, I say that? And trust me, people, it's good quality stuff. This is stuff that we transport all our equipment in. I, I'm on a plane every single week. Hopefully, I don't catch that corona. Um, very true. M-U-Z-M-M, we're going to put the description down in the bio. It's a product that we're happy to partner with, we believe in. And if you want some of these bags, they got all cool designs, check it out in the link below. 20% off, stop and ship coupon code. I always find it so interesting, and this is like, it's funny, we have recurring themes throughout the podcast, so we keep, like, I find full circle moments where we circle back to things, but yeah. just to, one of the first episodes we were talking about, um, I don't remember who, who we were talking about at that point in time, maybe it was J. Cole, but how these in, influential people, the people just like us, but they just happen to be famous and, and so fucking good at a craft that... Um, you know, there it, it becomes bigger than the craft that they're performing. Yeah. It's like now they're able to inspire you in such a way as to you know make all, make personal progress within your own life. Like to see McGregor do so well in the fight game, but to take risks like you said, and you know, I mean, he's just like us. He just happens to be incredibly gifted at a particular thing. And not only gifted, like I don't know if you've ever seen this quote that he has. He's like, "Fuck talent." He's like, "Talent doesn't live here. This is hard work." Mm. Like, um, and you see it from like the greats in the world, like, you know, RIP Kobe Bryant, yeah, man. uh, that Mamba mentality, but everyone talks about how, like, you know, people always say like first in the gym, last out, right. uh, but people talked about that with him for years. As long as I've been following basketball, like that's the narrative around him mm -hmm. and like, you know, talented. Yeah. He's, he was super talented, but he just had this work ethic that like when you match that alongside talent you just progress outside of your peers like yeah. so much more um yeah 100 percent. that you, yep hard that work talent only gets you so far you know that hard work is gonna is it's probably even more important than talent mm -hmm. you know yeah uh yeah i would agree so yeah we just got to take these lessons of the people that have accomplished great things and uh you know just adopt them in our mindset and i know that we do that mm -hmm. uh but it's just about like you know keep going keep holding each other accountable keep fucking you know you're you're bringing out all the like new content that you're working on for nurse right. bass and uh you know it's just inspiring you know just just little shit like that and uh you know you guys will probably already see it but that shit looks dope man appreciate it man
Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, like one of the things that Connor said in his uh, post, post-fight presser that really stuck with me, which you've heard it before, and it's the simplest advice that you could ever receive, but he's like, I, you just take a look at the things that you know you need to do, and you just fucking do it. Yeah. And he's like, it's as simple as that. And it's a lot easier said than done, but at the end of the day, if you do what you know that you need to do, like everything's going to take care of itself. Yeah. And so I took a good bit of inspiration from that. And I've been trying to apply that in my life over this last week or two. And uh, yeah, like I know I need to get on this grind. I know I need to put out this content. So now I'm pushing educational content, put out a video or two. And now I'm working on this imagery. I'm like trying to go on the diet thing. I've been working out for the last two weeks, like losing That's a great, little man. bit of weight. So it's like, you look, sh- you shout look out good. to Kana. That's great. I'm glad that you have taken that like, and used it for what it's there for. Like he's said in interviews before, like, yeah, like a lot of people will look at me and like put negative thoughts on me of like, he thinks he's this, he thinks he's that. He's like, right. but the ones that like look up to me and believe in me and follow me, they will take like, take benefit. they yeah. will take great benefit from all this. Uh, and he's like, that's why I do it. That's why it means so much to him to like win. And he says like, he does it for his fans because the people that are his fans, like you do draw inspiration mm-hmm. from that. Like you do, cause he's built up to be this mystical person, right. like this magical person that does all these things, but he's not, mm-hmm. you know, yep. like, uh, you know, but so at the it's, same it's, time so, he is, yeah, he is, but it's, it's just, I'm glad I, I knew from like the very beginning that you could draw like a crazy amount of inspiration from the dude. So I'm glad you've like fucking, gotten in there and understood that like yeah of course he's a hype train and this like he's one of the greatest promoters in the world right but there's a method to his madness and like he's a really smart dude yeah yeah rewatching notorious um again recently really kind of reinstilled a thought in my mind like yeah all of the hype all of the promotion to get fights and everything is one thing but at the end of the day like just seeing the back the footage of him just putting in the work was really cool yeah, and that's where it all starts is like, um, you know, like even for instance, like these episodes, like people see an episode after it's polished up and it's been edited and mm-hmm. like, you know, we've talked through like everything, but, um, you know, this started on the groundwork and me and you going back and forth of like trying to design shit and uh, making right. the set look a certain way, right. and what we wanted to call it, what we wanted to talk about and that kind of stuff. Like people don't always get to see, but, yeah. um, you know that's where that's where everything is created it's not in this right. 40 minute video that we put up yeah yeah this right here is just the tip of the iceberg that you end up seeing at the end it's the polished result which would be so cool to uh you know he just documented that stuff connor uh just Brilliant. knowing that one day that it would be really important and not only would it be really important like you know he put it on netflix like it's a huge documentary now Mm -hmm. and uh you know some of those early videos was before he was ever even in the ufc yep yep um that's That's why it would be cool to have somebody to record some of this shit too so we'll work on that yeah we got to just start knocking people out yeah right and just make them intimidated start making headlines yeah shaking up the podcast world (laughs) the stop the ship boys stormed the fighter and the kid oh shit we should bro Brandon, Brandon Shaw ain't got it like he used to. The redhead from the Midwest putting a pounding on him. Now, you know something else. So, like, uh, you know, along along with trying to be aware that I need to be more focused on my educational content and putting out imagery and working out and 
stuff like that. Um, I sent you photos of the new knives I got and of yeah. the new cast iron I got. So, you know, along with trying to do dieting, I'm trying to cook more and stop eating out and whatnot. But more so like how you're always talking about doing self-reflection and yeah, being yeah. more analytical and looking at yourself and habits and tendencies and questioning. such. Questioning. Um, one of the things that I'm now trying to do moving forward, which I think is just going to help bleed, help me in all aspects of my life, uh, is cult- trying to do small things to cultivate discipline within myself. So with these new knives, all the knives I've ever gotten in my life, I've always put in the dishwasher. They've always turned to rust. They've always turned to shit. And with cast iron pans and pots, you have to take good care with of them, as I've mentioned before the podcast. Um, so like now trying to make it a point to hand wash everything when I'm done. Yeah. Hand dry it when I'm done. Put it up where it's supposed to go, like the small shit, almost like... It's those small little details and discipline no Mm -hmm. it's a it's such a great point that's how you that's how you build that and especially doing it when nobody's looking like doing it behind closed doors yeah you ever heard that speech by uh, some military veteran about making your bed every Um, morning i think i've saw a post about it but not the video and it was just about how like that's the catalyst to your whole day Mm -hmm. and like it's just like what you're saying. It's just that little small detail. But that's brilliant. And yeah. that discipline. You should watch it. I'm going to send it to you. I agree with that. Yeah, um, and he just talked about how it bled over into everything, everything. about his life. Yep. Just no matter what, making your bed in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, no, that's a really good point. I, I want to think about that too. Is like mm-hmm. uh, that building a discipline because you don't just change overnight. Right. Like in anything. You know, and it's always like we talk about making those small goals, accomplishing them, like setting bigger goals or mm-hmm. making a to list. Right. <laughs> I never know how to say it. But um uh yeah, that's that's a that's a good point. I'm gonna I'm gonna ponder Yeah, yeah it's one that. of the things that I've noticed in my own life is that um, you know, although uh <clears throat> from an outside looking in, like, you know, people might look at me like, Oh, he's got his shit together or you know, he's running running a business, a successful thing. But I have things in my own life that I'm just not, I'm just not disciplined on. Yeah. Just like point blank. Like if I if I were disciplined, if I were the guy that I wanted to be, you know, it's like purely disciplined and in in the zone and everything. Like I wouldn't be overweight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you I wouldn't, wouldn't have, like that. Like I wouldn't have a life. lot of these bad habits. Um. So really, just trying to focus on small things that a normal human being doesn't really ha- usually have any issues with. Yeah. And, Trying to get more disciplined in the small things. Yeah, I mean... Um, I think that's real important for me right now in this journey. And I really think that uh, like physical health has a lot to do with mental health. Yeah, 100%. Um, so I think you doing that and taking care of those things and starting to implement that into your everyday life and being more of a lifestyle, mm-hmm. uh, it's only going to benefit like everything. Like your yeah. your professional career, like your being an entrepreneur uh you know your relationship everything right it it bleeds into everything for sure um so that's great man that's great to hear i'm like yeah i'm proud of you that you're that you're working on that shit i'm excited yeah and like i i i didn't even notice but just seeing you today you seem more like lively you seem more think so i think so yeah it could be the haircut but and the jacket i like that jacket appreciate that shout Um, out to big leg my stylist Like thinking about him, like, all right, this is what you're gonna wear today. Yeah, <laughs> like, like um, eh, this doesn't quite go with that. Let's try the other thing. And but and like at the end of everything, it's always like and finish it off with the Panthers hat. And finish and you're it just off like, with the slap on the back. 
Yeah, but like he wants you to wear video. the Panthers hat with every single outfit. You're like, all right, I dig everything else, but I'm gonna put the Panthers yeah, hat. Come down. on, big. It's the third day in a row wearing the same <laughs> Panthers hat. This um, is GQ we're shooting for today, pig. Fucking. They're not Carolina no, that's, fans. That's good, man. I think. Uh, yeah, and I think the more you're open about uh, the aspects of your life that you do lack discipline, discipline. Uh, you know, it'll just make people realize you're more human. Cause I do mm -hmm. think that is the thought of like, look at Brad, like all that he does. Cause you do do a lot, yeah. you know? Um, and I think, and I know a lot of people look up to you. Uh, so, you know, to know that you're struggling with those same things that everybody struggles with, like it, it just helps them even more yeah. like in nursing school and like going through all that because People's problems don't stop there of just like, oh, I'm in nursing school or I'm, right. you know, in whatever school. Uh, they also have like, you know, all Lives the shit that all that all that shit. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's dope, man. Yeah. Well, and I was getting a little bit of it from you. Um, well, I've been getting a lot of it from you, obviously, since we started this whole journey with stopping the ship and what it's supposed to mean and everything. But uh just more so over these last like two or three episodes, I got to stop doing this shit over these last two or three episodes uh, you know, you're kind of talking about moving into 2020, how you want this to be more of a, a journey of expression, yeah. you know, how you bottled everything up. You never yeah. felt like you could, you know, all these things. So uh, I think I'm going to try and trek down that same path, man. That's great, bro. I love how <laughs> we uh, like influence each other. Like you'll talk about one thing and I'll be like, fuck yeah, I got to start mm -hmm. like, thinking about it like that and then i'll talk about something else and you'll take that same yeah. thing and that's that like steel, steel sharp and steel, steel man yeah the whole the whole thing that's the beauty of it that's the beauty of it those are the kind of people you want to surround yourself with man people that are going to build you up that you're going to be able to take benefit from or learn something from yeah and you don't want to be hanging around with people who one there's nothing that you can learn from or two they're giving you the wrong shit you know bad habits you know, it's really important, too, is and we probably talked about it before, but all successful people have like mentors, mm -hmm. people who they they like look up to for guidance and they listen to what they have to say. And a mentor doesn't have to be somebody who's older than you or somebody more successful than you, like yeah. somebody who just is imparting like mm -hmm. positive outlooks and uh, just a different way of thinking about things yep. and being open to that. Uh that's everything. Like yeah, being being that. open to having a mentor, being open and receptive to exactly perspectives. Yeah, for sure. That closed mindedness, man. Like uh, it halters growth. You won't grow. Yeah, and it's just like you know we've said before. Anytime you get that like defensiveness towards something, or you're so passionate mm -hmm. about something, like question it because you could be right. So like, hold on. But just look into it. Why am I so more. strongly convicted about yeah. this? And, dude, I go through it all the time. Like, I'm, uh, I talk to Montana about it. I'm the most, I'm the least defensive, most defensive person you'll ever meet. The least offensive, most defensive. Oh, okay. No, both defensive. Like, oh. I'm the least defensive person and also the most defensive okay. person. Mm. And it all depends on where my mood is at. If I'm open and, and receptive or if I'm closed off and being like, no, 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 no. Yeah, like, you're on one end of the uh, spectrum or the other. And uh, the only reason I'm able to open up is because I'll take that step back from mm. Shane, view my situation, and then I'm open to it, you know? Yeah. So it's about trying to take that back step, trying to take that drone view mm. of yourself and your surroundings uh, 
to to navigate uh, those right or wrong choice choices yeah. a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's an interesting perspective. It's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Um, you know, being more introspective and in my own mind. I've been thinking a lot more lately and noticing things about myself um, and the way that I act around different people. Um, like at work, at work, um, people are getting one of the best sides of me. Yeah. Um, you know, they're getting a side of me where it's super kind, caring, attentive, just passionate. I'm there to be helpful. I'm just there to be a caregiver. Yeah. Like, my relationship with my wife, with Ashley, I've noticed, especially over like the last two weeks, she gets more of my raw side, like my, uh, almost like my arrogant side. Like I, like we're all multifaceted, right? Yeah, yeah. We're all extremely intricate and all have different parts of our especially personality. Especially in different environments. Especially in different environments around different people. Like her, I'm not afraid to be expressive about my intellect and yeah. like, Things like that. And it gets to a point, I know in her mind, she's got to be thinking like, dude, this guy is cocky as hell. And she told me yeah, sometimes yeah. about me being big headed. But it's just because it's like, babe, I'm not like this all the time. Yeah. You just happen to get more of me. Yeah. In that sense. Like you, because we get to hang out uh, physically now, like whenever we were distanced, although we were still close and we've always been best friends, the pure distance part, we didn't see each other all the time. But now I feel like because we see each other all the time and obviously our history, you probably get like one of the best sides of me in the sense of, you know, like the kinds of things that I open up and we talk about, like, yeah. you know, as you and I have talked personally, like nobody really ever gets that kind of shit. Yeah. So it's just real cool how I, it's just one of the things that I've noticed about myself and more to that point, not just uh, accepting the data that I have in front of me, but now I think what I want to do is I want to try and work on that. Fuck yeah. I don't think that I like, like I I think specifically I don't like that Ashley gets the arrogant side of me because, you know, on one hand it's like, yeah, this is the intellectual side of me, but that arrogance also has negative side effects. Yeah. There's negative components to that personality type that I have yeah. that then negatively affect her and I's relationship. Yeah. Like if I could give her, more of this and what I give the people at work than yeah. like, you know, just a more well-rounded yeah. picture no. of who I am as opposed to one component. That's great. It's man. weird though. I no. don't know why I'm like that It's or how that came it's, to be. It's not that weird because I think in everyone's life, that's, that's a thing. So, right. the, so they either just don't take notice of that. And throughout their entire life, they'll have that, difference of who they are in different environments uh but you know you're on this journey now to to question that and to be like well why especially if it has negative benefits to the ones that you care about the most right you know and i go through that same shit too uh and you know in certain relationships you get like comfortable sure uh, yeah, with certain sure. things and uh, certain behaviors in yourself that you know probably go unnoticed uh if you don't start to question mm -hmm. it um, and at the end of the day, you do question it, not only for yourself, but because you love these people, right? you know? True. And, um, no, that's great, man. That's, that's the, that's the beginning of the journey. And that's, that's, um, it's inspiring in its own way too, because you're going to find those answers like of why it's like that and why it's, why it's so. different in some aspects. Mm -hmm. It will, man. I know, mm -hmm. I know you, I know who you are, that those things will come 
um yeah just keep just keep going into that like i've i've said to you that i think this relationship that's like my purpose mm. like for for me and you is to like pull that out of you i think that's why i get that certain bread is because mm. i know like where to go in order to pull that bread out yeah you know right and i also know he's there because whether we speak about it or not we come from similar places so yeah. even if you don't address it i know he's down there right you know um in the sunken place yeah i give him a little food and water every yeah now and yeah then, just enough to keep the motherfucker Dude, there that's really how it is man mm. that's really how it is and uh no that's that's great man like and who do i feed more that brad in the sunken place or myself and i'm sure at different times it's it's different yeah you know? that's the old two wolves yeah like you know thing. from an outside perspective when you've been more in the sunken place and when you haven't been yeah you know yeah and uh you know hopefully it seems like through our conversations and your transparency that you're more in that like you're not in tunnel vision mode you know you're okay to start questioning these things and wondering why and you'll go back there like mm -hmm. you'll go back to the sunken place you know like we all will right but it's about building that tool belt so next time you're not there for six months you're only there for a month yeah, yeah you're only yeah. there for two weeks you're only True. there for a day um how do you get to the point where like the shit just don't phase you anymore at all like your dog of 12 years just dies like yeah it's what I don't it is know if, I don't know if it's possible, know. you know, um, like you get so good and self analytical at things that you then develop into a psychopath where I, you don't feel it, emotion. It anymore. could so happen. It's like, Hey, I've, I've, you've achieved, but it's that balance of like Super everything that we always talk about is like, you gotta, you gotta know what, what's going on and what kind of loop you're on. Now, just cause you know, doesn't mean you're always going to back out of it. Mm -hmm. But it's it's the importance of knowing that you're in it is really valuable. The awareness, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you know, you want to try to fix it and polish it, but it'll never be a hundred percent. You'll never be perfect. Mm -hmm. So it's that balance of like one to fix it, uh, trying to fix it, but also shaking hands with who you are. True. And uh, who said that shit? Crystalia. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, and. Uh, yeah, that's that's, that's a, true. That's a huge part of it. Yeah, no, that's true. I like that shit. Shaking hands with who you are. Me I too. Mean, it's true. It's it's accepting you for you, being okay with yourself. Yeah. So many of us aren't. The majority of us aren't. I would say, we all have things that we want to fix about ourselves. Yeah. But that's true. Look your fucking self dead in the eyes and shake hands with yourself. That's what's up. Fuck yeah, bro. I like that. Of course, that doesn't mean being content with who you are. You know, what I mean. No, yeah, just understanding, like... Understanding you still got some work to do, but... Not hating yourself yeah. for it, you know? Yeah, for your flaws or your shortcomings. Those are the things, I don't know, like characteristic flaws or personality things. I've, I've found historically, like, through people that I've met in my life, cross paths with, those are some of the things that I enjoy the most. I've been able to relate and connect with flawed individuals um, more than, you know, people who seem like they have the, their lives are great or they've Me got too. all their shit together just because of where we come from. And, you know, that makes sense. But, uh, but no, those are the things that I've been gravitated to the most throughout my life. Just those blemishes on individuals that Me make, too. that make them human. It's like, okay, 
they're kind of relatable. Like their life's not perfect. I can understand a little bit. And I think the majority of people are like that. Yeah, and I, I think too. that's where the value in podcasting is mm. because oh, they get true. to find out, oh shit, Brad has those chinks too. You know, that's a great point. Actually, that is one of the beauties about podcasting in particular is because you do have, although we do edit, you know, Peg edits it up and polishes it up a little bit, but still for the most part, you get the raw emotion or the raw thought. Whereas like with YouTube or Instagram or Facebook, as we've mentioned before, everything's looked at through a filter. Yeah. It's, it's, it's presented to the end, the end consumer through a filter. And so yeah, that is one of the beauties of this. Yeah. That's the, that's the ultimate beauty of it. Cause that's what I've seeked my whole life too, is like people with those blemishes mm-hmm. and stuff, like not destructive people, sure. uh, but people who have overcome like things, you Ted know, that's, Kaczynski, that's a, that's a real explosive guy there. I like that guy. I wish you knew that um, was. But yeah, that's where the value in podcasting is, mm. is, um, you know, just, and, you know, I don't know if you were similar to me growing up, but I would look at people and think like, fuck, like they have, they have like everything. Like All their the time. life is, yeah. All the time. And it's just not real. Like just because you, you know, when I was younger, if people had money, I thought like everything was okay with them. Right. And, uh, you know, growing up and meeting people that do come from money and stuff, realizing that like, you know, they have just as hard lives, sometimes mm-hmm. even harder, sure, you know? Sure. Um, and, uh, so I just think that's, yeah, that's important to, to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what, that's what this shit is all about. Yeah. Yep. And we gonna keep being open, keep being vulnerable, and fucking ride this shit out together, man. Yeah. Cause if you if you compare and contrast like our first two episodes or something to the shit that we're talking about now, it's like, you know, even for me, it it was hard to open up as much, but I know for you too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah and sure. you know, you still got a long way to go. I still got a long way to mm-hmm. go. You know. Um, but that's what this this new this new journey is is about just opening up and not being afraid of people seeing our true selves, which is a lot of what you everybody builds this armor, mm-hmm. you know, and they want to be looked at as a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, you are two people. You are who you are, and you are who people see you as. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, those two things can be different. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of really talented, successful people, they even open up about how they feel like frauds, mm. you know? And I've felt like that plenty of times yeah. plenty of times in my life to where I feel like I'm in a situation where maybe I'm not qualified to mm-hmm. be there. But uh, you know, lots of times that's just in your head. Right. Um but yeah, bro. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited on the, the path that we're on, um where I'm headed. Where we're both headed. Me too. I mean, you know, just knowing you from a, from a different perspective than probably a lot of the listeners is just like, you have a lot of things polished about you or whatever. And I think this, what we're talking about is like your next journey of like, what will make you that complete Brad, mm. you know, because mm. all the, like a lot of the really tough things that you've been through, even though you're, a lot of your life was tough, like a lot of them are fairly recent, you yeah. know? So it's, it'd be stupid to think that like you're completely over those things and through it, you know? Right. So I think these next couple of years is going to be like unpacking all that shit. And it's going to be like, uh, yeah, 
you know, some up and down shit, but, uh, you know, you got, you got a good support system. You got like, you're in a great situation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Uh, so it's, I look forward to all that shit. Yeah. I'm having like mystic Mac moments, like, like where I'm, I'm envisioning and seeing what like the next five years looks like. And it's, it's all cool, bright man. shit, man. Like as yeah. long as nothing, you know, catastrophic happens, and I'm here to see it, um, it's all gonna be good shit, man. It's all gonna be good. Starts up here. They say the fish rots from the head down, so don't let that shit rot. It all starts up here, and everything else follows. So fucking, no, that's that's great. Like that you're that you're putting some focus on your health and stuff, cause. Uh, Looking, sure it was looking real real worried for you there for a while there, i'm but. sure you're similar to me to where like maybe you don't speak it but there's got to be some type of paranoia in there always about, like yeah always um and it's probably like it's probably only ever in there you know and that that creates things and like we've always talked about it puts it into things that have nothing to do with mm. your thoughts about your health like it's that paranoia can bleed over into you know, things that have nothing to do yeah, with that shit. No, that's true. And uh, so, yeah, I, I I think that's so, like, great that you're that you're back in that. Like, you've been there so many times in your life of, like, being disciplined and mm-hmm. being at the gym. Like, you know you could do it. Right. Um, but that's been something that, like, you know, your defensiveness towards that is something that I've thought about of, like, well... Hopefully we could work through that. Yeah. Because obviously it's there for a reason, you know. And it's interesting, like looking, like also whenever I look at the next five years um, and try to envision how things are going to go, you know, I think I'm just so excited because I am trying to focus on all the small things, as I've mentioned, to try and instill discipline because I know it's going to bleed out to the rest of my life. And, um, you know something that you just said before made me think about it, but it's like, I've been up and down with my weight, right? Like I've been disciplined before. That's what it was. And I have been, but it's always been transient. It's always been temporary. It's like, I'm disciplined for six months. I lose 30 pounds or whatever it might be. I've been fat and I've been like ripped in my life. And, uh, I want to get to a point now, I think moving, moving. I know, I know I want to get to a point where I'm just so well disciplined that it's now my life. You know, it's, it's habitual. It's become who I am. All of the small yeah. things. For so long, I haven't been, or or I have been for a short amount of time. But I want to get disciplined in my mind, in all the small things, yeah. like forever. Because it's like like we said, it is going to permeate all the rest of my parts of my life. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna smash. I would smash the RNA school so much so much more. Yeah, if I were more disciplined in the small things. Nurse Bass stopped the ship would grow exponentially. Yeah. If I was disciplined in the small things, if I made my bed every morning, if I woke up and brushed my teeth, if yeah. I did the shit well, I'm supposed I to do. do, not every day. Damn. Nah, <laughs> being real, there's some shit that you know. It's just small things no, 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 yeah. that normal people do. Yeah, but you, that I don't do. That yeah. I lack for one reason or another. The way I was raised. Yeah, that's things where that it, mattered or didn't matter in my childhood. And you know, 
because of where we were raised like we're also extremists extremist in some ways like it's so hard for us to find a balance mm-hmm. either you're so disciplined and you're losing 30 pounds and you're not looking at a fucking carb right. or you're overindulging in things that like yeah, you know oh, and it's so hard to find that middle ground yeah and it's because like we're fucking extremists like mm-hmm. in that way you know true and uh so that's the uh See, one day, one day he won't have to do this, and uh, you know we'll have a guy like will run from the corner over there. He'll and he'll probably be like, like, like sweating trying to get over because of the kind of delay that it's causing, you know. And it, so sorry, sir. I'll have this fixed right away, sir. Somebody could lose their job for this kind of mishap, kind of thing, you know. Not right now. I think it rolled over here. Like 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 two two or three people, two two or three people may have lost their job by this point, you know. And and this is like what I'm talking about the next five years kind of thing. Like he won't be doing this five years from now. You know what I'm saying? Five years from now, Peg won't even be having to edit these videos. Um, I'll tell you another damn thing. We'll have some better mic arms by that point in time. Also, fuck yeah. But um, yeah, like that's something I've noticed in myself is like I'm. Fuck, and you know, listening to McGregor, like this is something that I've learned. He's like, you're either all in it or you're not in at all. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we are with a lot of things too. Like, cause I have that switch and I know you have that switch to where like, you know, I was like, for me, I was eating like shit. And then like, you know, I find out that like my cholesterol is really bad. And then all of a sudden, like I was able to just turn on that switch and like, you know, I didn't indulge in any right. of those things uh, when I would have never gotten there if I just had a cheeseburger mm. once a month, you know. So maybe the more important thing, at least for me anyway, and maybe for you also, if we are both extremists in that sense, is um, maybe, well, at least I know in myself before, whenever I've lost a lot of weight, I had abs, I achieved my fitness goals, uh, complacency set in. And it's one of the things that I preached against for like the longest time on my Nurse Bass channel. It's like complacency is yeah. like the death of you. Idle hands are the devil's playgrounds. Another biblical thing since I'm always throwing out Bible quotes. Yeah. No, it's, it's But it's true. true. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, maybe if it, I know that I possess it within me to uh, lose the weight since we're going down the fitness route. I know I possess it within me to lose the weight, but once I get the goal achieved, how do I then maintain? How do I like, okay, I finally did it. I'm just going to eat a cheeseburger. How do I, uh, you know, maintain longevity? Yeah. Kind of thing. That's what I need in my life anyway. I need those kind of people around me because that's what I'm about. I'm trying to grow professionally and personally. And uh, so give me more of that. Fuck you. And that's what we're going to give you more of. Um, I think we've, uh, I think we've been rambling long enough. Yeah, I've, I've, I feel like I've been rambling about a lot of shit. Yeah, so we'll leave you guys with that. More content to come. Exciting things coming in 2020. Uh, one foot in front of the other, man. We're going to keep on growing. And I hope that you guys will continue to tune in as well. And it's always a pleasure. And even if you take two steps back, let's take three steps forward because those back steps are always going to come. Yeah. Love you guys. See you next time.